0: Welcome to Growing Together with Dr. Brandon Key. Our vision at Graniteville Community Church is to see families growing together in Christ. Join us each week as we dive into God's Word and pursue His plan for us. Let's grow together. We've been looking for the last several weeks about how to live intentionally. Today, we want to look at what does it mean to intentionally grow in our faith in our walk with God. The first thing we have to understand is that we have all been given a certain measure of faith. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think more highly than he ought to think, but to t- think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So we have been given this ability to believe. We've been given this ability to trust God and to develop relationship. But at the starting place of our faith, that shouldn't be the ending point. We should be growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we should be growing in our faith, Choosing more and more to walk in faith, depending more and more upon His Word for our life rather than our own wisdom. The Bible talks about this nurturing of the faith in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. The Bible says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. In other words, in that portion of the verse, He talks about it's important for us to understand who Christ is, to accept Him, but it shouldn't stay there. He said, let us go on to perfection, let us progress, let us move forward, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. There comes a point whenever we're saved, but there, that is the beginning of a journey. And there comes a point when we begin to progress and we begin to grow. But how do we nurture this faith? How do we become intentional in our desire to increase in faith? The first thing that we should do is we should be specific in our prayers. James chapter 4, verses 2 and 3 says, You lust and you have not. You kill and desire to have, but you cannot obtain. You fight and you war, yet you have not because you ask not. In other words, James is saying you're trying to obtain all of these things. You're trying to progress, and you never do because you're doing it in your own might, in your own power, in your own strength. He says, you ask and you receive not because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your lust. We're very vague a lot of times in our prayer and our talking with God because we want to hold on to what we want, the way we want it, the way we desire to have it. But if we're to have the prayer life that increases our faith and causes us to live intentionally, we're going to have to learn how to pray prayers that are specific, that are specific in surrendering to God, that are specific in being dependent upon God, and that are specific in surrendering to His will, getting to the place where we are willing to truly pray, not my will, but your will be done. Whenever you come to God, you can come to God specifically with your weakness. If you're here and and you're praying to God, and Lord, help me with my problems, and we're very vague, many times we won't get the victory, but if you'll start specifically calling out that thing which is beating you, you will find the faith to overcome it. You call out that struggle with lust. You call out that trouble with your temper. You call out the problems in your marriage. You call out the things that are going on with your children. And you cry out to God and you specifically talk to Him about that, asking Him to reveal and to lead into God. And as you intentionally talk to God, He will intentionally build your faith. But as you pray... You have to be specific in your prayer, but you have to be applying in your study of the Word of God. The Word of God works hand in hand with prayer because we need to pray according to the will of God, but we can't know the will of God without knowing His Word because His Word is where His will is revealed to us. Paul said it like this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. If we will allow the word to take center in our life and we will apply it, it will work in us. It will have a way of putting in us what needs to be, and take away those things which need to be gone. Um, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, talks about that. When it talks about how the Word of God is sharp and it's powerful, it divides asunder, even down to the, to the thoughts and the intent of the heart. But it happens when we take the Word of God and we choose to apply it in our life. And then, lastly, we must be committed to the process. As we are specific in our prayer, as we're applying the Word of God, as we are seeking to grow in relationship, there is a process at work. At times that process is joyful. At times that process is burdensome. In this process there are moments where great sorrow takes over and maybe even in the flesh doubt can creep up. But if we will choose to trust God, We will choose to take our petitions to Him. We will choose to trust His Word. The process will take place in our life and will cause us to bear great fruit and to overcome the obstacles in our life. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 2, Every branch in me that bears not fruit, He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, He purges it. Another word for that is prunes it, that it may bring forth more fruit. What the scripture lets me know that even at times when I'm submitted to God, I'm going to go through hardship. I'm going to experience things. But the reason I go through it then is so I can continually be more productive. So I have to understand that as this process of growing in faith happens, there's going to be times of difficulty. But in those times of difficulty and stretching, it will give way to the glory of God and the power of God in my life. And so I want to encourage you this week, as you get through listening to this message, that you commit yourself to be intentional in growing your faith. Intentionally and specifically spend time in prayer with God. Talk to Him as you would your dearest friend. Confide in Him what you wouldn't confide in anyone else. Understand He is your Heavenly Father who loves you and He wants to help you. He's not ashamed of you. And He knows what you need even before you ask. So take it to Him. I want you to begin to not just study the Word. It's one thing to know the Word, but begin to apply the Word of God in your life. Allow it to guide everything that you do. And be committed to the process even when it gets hard. And know this, I'm praying for you and I'm rooting for you because I know God has great things in store for you. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord, for this day. And I thank you for everyone that will listen to this. And God, I ask, Lord, that you would strengthen us, that you would stretch us, and you would help us to be and to become everything that you have for us. And for it, God, I'll give you praise in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, and you have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you have been blessed by God's word. We invite you to come be a part of our community each week at our Graniteville location at 208 Bettis Academy Road in Graniteville, South Carolina, or online at granitevillecommunity.com. Worship services are Sunday at 930 and 11 a.m. Join us and let's grow together.